Welcome to Sheen Visions Podcast. Sheen Visions was created to help you follow your life vision with poise, boldness, and strength. It is designed for women to live in their God-given purpose, to encourage them by providing meaningful tools to accomplish anything she sets her mind to do. To remind her that no dream is impossible. We're your hosts, Joanne and Rebecca, and we're excited to see what you envision for your life. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and follow us at She Envisions. We're so excited to have you guys here with us. Welcome, ladies. Hi, ladies. Welcome to the next episode on She Envisions Season 2. I'm your host, Joanne Casey. Hey, everyone. This is Rebecca. So excited to be back here with you guys for another great episode this week. Joanne, do you want to tell them what we're going to talk about today? Yes, I'm ready, you guys. We have been diving in so deep in this next season, in season two, and we're not messing around, guys. We are getting really nitty in the nitty gritty, and we're going to be super raw and real, as we always are, but today's topic is super sensitive and something that we all have dealt with and are still dealing with, and we're going to talk today about how to conquer rejection, and this is something we all face, we all deal with from when we're two-year-olds all the way until now, right? We learn how to be, how people say no to us and how to be rejected when maybe we wanted something when we were little and we didn't get it, whatever it is. But we're going to learn how to conquer rejection. And I specifically want to use that word conquer because it means to face and take control of and not Mm -hmm. letting it control you. And, you know, rejection, the definition is to be pushed away to be dismissed, right? To Mm -hmm. not be wanted, which is a real deeper definition. And and it hurts. It's it's something that is is very physically, you know, hurtful to us. And uh, before we talk into, before we talk about our rejection and our experience and how we had to conquer rejection in our own personal lives, we want to talk about what is rejection and, and why it's so hurtful and why people have all these scars for years, mm-hmm. right, Rebecca? Being an mm-hmm. adult, being married, being a mom, all the things we face rejection in different levels. But I want to share this quick scientific uh, fact. You know me and my facts, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so it's scientifically proven that when someone recalls a time or a memory of when they felt rejection, that it is similar to the amount of hurt that we feel physically. Uh, literally these scientists, you know, they put uh, somebody through the MRI and they asked them to think about a time where you had a recent rejection, a moment of rejection, and it activates the part of the brain that also sends the, uh, they're called literal illicit, albeit emotional pain is the word, but Mm -hmm. it's literally saying that even, it doesn't matter, even the smallest rejections hurt more than we think we should, because it's a physical emotional pain that our brain is telling us which is insane to me, which makes sense, right? That's why we have these yeah. emotional scars that have not healed, that are open wounds when we get re- when we're rejected, when we face rejection. And, and usually when you're rejected, it builds on top of another rejection and another rejection. It kind of leads its way through and it reminds you of when you first got rejected, that first moment of rejection. And so Rebecca, I know we're, you know, pretty experts at sharing our personal stories by now. Uh, what is the time, you know, that you have faced rejection in your life and how you had to conquer that? But you could go ahead and talk about rejection, how important it is that we do conquer it in our lives. Because you guys, if we don't 
conquer rejection or learn how to do it, it's going to affect our emotional health, our mental health in our everyday life. And we're going to shy away and miss out on these opportunities that the Lord wants to bring to our lives because of fear of rejection. And that's not how God created us to live. God has called us to create, God has created us to live a free, abundant life. And with the Bible says we're more than conquerors, right? What does that mean that we conquer more than, than the conquerors back in the Bible? Uh, conquerors meant you conquered a kingdom. But the Bible says we're more than conquerors, that we're greater than that. We're more powerful than that. So today we're going to talk about that. Yeah, we're going to talk about rejection today because rejection is a big part of life. And every single day, we have to deal with it in some way or some form of it, right? Even if it's not our own. Um, you know, I deal with a lot of rejection especially during this market with my clients, you know, they'll be putting in offers and we're competing with like 40, 50 other people and their offer gets rejected. Mm -hmm. And it, that happens multiple times. And sometimes even dealing with other people's uh, rejection is hard um, because right. sometimes you automatically want to blame yourself and say, well, oh, it's something that I did wrong that caused me to be rejected. And that's totally, completely opposite. That's not even the truth. So, you know, that's why it's so important to have a, um, a healthy um, perspective on rejection and learning how to do that because, and how to achieve that. Because, you know, you can turn your rejection into fuel to project you into being wanting to be better, wanting to do things better. If it's a skill that, you know, you're rejected in or, or a career. Um, you know, you don't have to stay stuck in that rejection. And that's something that I've learned in my life is that I, one, am not going to be for everyone and that is okay, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and right. two, I also have to understand that not everybody is going to be for me and how I treat others when it comes to the form of rejecting them or rejecting something and recognizing what's good for me and what isn't. And sometimes it's, we always think of rejection as being something that's done to us, but we can also reject sure. others. Right. And, um, you know, that being able to share that and having that perspective on it is going to help you guys grow and make rejection a little bit easier. And the first thing I would suggest is being honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself yeah. on why, you know, why it hurts. Like, why is this rejection hurt me down to the physical, right? And right. don't try to run away from it. Deal with it right there in the moment. And also be honest with what really happened versus mm -hmm. what, you know, what you think, what you're interpreting right. it as. Because sometimes it can be like, oh, um, you know, I wanted to, like, I wanted to do this and I wanted to get this job, but they didn't reject me because I wasn't qualified enough. I'm not smart enough. That's why they, they rejected me. Don't automatically assume that you did something wrong. You know, put it into perspective and say, hey, you know what, they didn't pick me this time, but maybe let me ask for some feedback back so I can know what skills I need to sharpen so I can be, you know, I can be chosen next time right. or for the right. next opportunity. And, yeah. you know, it, when you have that type of mindset where you can take a step back and see rejection for what it is versus what you think it is, yes. um, will eliminate a lot of pain. Mm -hmm. And two, it'll streamline you into being able to get it, get over it faster. Yeah, that's and I think, really you know, good. you know, just having a healthy perspective is super important, guys. Yeah, that's really good. I like the way you put that. And back to your point, Rebecca, when you talked about not taking things personally, it's just as what it is. Uh, in many cases, we take rejection personally, because number one, the first thing it does is it tears down our self-esteem. 
you know, we think about, oh, I'm not good enough, or why did I not get chosen, or why didn't I get accepted, or why am I not accepted in that circle of, you know, community or friendships or whatever. But like Rebecca said, where not everybody's going to accept you for who you are, and vice versa, like you might not accept everybody for who they are, you know, because you're in different seasons of life or whatever the reason may be, but it's learning how to accept rejection in a different perspective, which is so good. You put it right there uh, in a perfect, perfect perspective, uh, Becca. And I think a lot of times the biggest mistake we make is that we are looking for acceptance in other people and other places or in things that were never meant to define us mm-hmm. or give us the acceptance that we're searching for. I yeah. mean, literally, right? Because God created us to have community. God created us to have relationships. Literally, Adam and Eve were created and they had each other. And then they had all the animals in the perfect garden. They were meant to have social community and they were never rejected, right? As soon as sin entered into the world, we learned what rejection meant. You know, we learned what it means to have fear. You know, Adam mm-hmm. and Eve learned how to recognize that they were naked all of a sudden, right? There, the, yeah. there was no longer a pure mindset. And now we have to deal with fear of rejection now because of the sin that has entered to the world. But we also have to take responsibility of where we seek acceptance, how we mm-hmm. seek acceptance and the motive behind that, because you're already accepted by God. You're already, uh, mm-hmm. you know, belong to the community of, 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 of the church of God's body, right? The body of Christ, the church. And when we don't have the right community or we don't have the right health relationships, we're going to f- live in the fear of rejection and of course separate ourselves and be isolated which is not what god wants and mm-hmm. um i this i don't know why this brought up for me but i i a lot of the clients that i talk to or just friends or people that i know deal so much especially women right especially women we deal with rejection so much because we are women because we're we're quote unquote sensitive or because we feel too yeah. much or we care too much that's a strength when you have when you care so much about someone or something mm-hmm. that can be a strength right because you genuinely mm-hmm. want to be their friend or you genuinely want to pursue a relationship but again if they're not accepting you for who you are then yeah. maybe they're not the one that's supposed to be in your relationship for you in your, you know, yeah. they're maybe that they're, they're not the ones for you, but I want to encourage you guys. We have to find our acceptance in Christ and in our identity in Christ versus other people. Mm-hmm. And I know we just ended the last episode about, you know, how to create a business mindset and facing any type yeah. of, any type of business idea, vision, Rebecca and I have already dealt with some of that, just what she yeah. envisions, right? Certain, certain yeah. things we were, we were like, man, we really want to do this, but we're not ready for uh, it. Or we really yeah, want to pursue this. Like yeah. I have so, you guys, we have so much vision for Sheen Visions. Like, like we are not, like you don't want to outgrow your vision, right? Exactly. Like you want to stay in the same pace of your vision and your business or your ministry or organization, but you have to learn how to conquer the rejection and accept it for what it is yeah. and not take it personally. And sometimes not even, yeah. And sometimes it doesn't even have to be rejection in the form of like a, a human or a person. It can be an experience. Um, you know, and just being like, Hey, right now, maybe isn't the time to do that. Like, let's step, take a step back. Like, you know, like how Joanne was saying, we have all, we have such big dreams for she envisions. And sometimes we have to keep it really real with ourselves and say, Hey, we need to take a couple of steps back, you know, 
so we can so we can actually like do the groundwork to be able to get there versus snapping our fingers and it's going to happen and that's a sense of rejection too because guess what we're not getting instant gratification we're not getting you know that a okay like that 100 assurance that it's going to happen because we're not we're not there at that stage yet and um you know sometimes that can even make us doubt ourselves in our in our vision in our life and and you know that's where the gift of discernment needs to come in and you need to say like hey yeah maybe right now i can't do that but it doesn't mean i will never be able to do that and also like how joanne was saying it's so important you have sometimes we need to change sometimes it's amazing what happens when you change your perspective on something on a narrative too because sometimes as humans we create our own narratives because it comforts us and we're not facing reality and you know god is so good that he's always watching out for us even before yeah we ask him to because you know sometimes you have to think about it there's times where you say for example oh i want to be part of the social group or i want to be part of this like friend group that looks like they're having so much fun or this this company looks amazing and blah 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 and then you try for it or you try to join that friend group or company mm -hmm. and they reject you well guess what maybe those people were not meant for you maybe yeah. those people were going to bring something out of you or that job was going to bring something out of you that was going to distract you from your true purpose and you know and having a healthy relationship with yourself or you know your marriage or your children or something you know and sometimes we always see rejection as such a negative thing but if you just take a minute and look at it from a positive perspective you will see like, wow, like that saved me a lot of headaches. And God is so good like that. Like when you give your yes. rejection to the Lord, the Lord will reveal to you why he saved you from that. And yeah. you'll be like, oh my gosh, imagine if I was there. Imagine if I was part of that. Like that would have been yeah. horrible for me. That would have right. been detrimental to my family or my, you know, my social life or whatever. And it's mm -hmm. just like, you're dodging a bullet. It's like, you know, you're bulletproof vest so don't always think that rejection has to be something negative you can definitely gain a lot of positive yeah. things from rejection yeah and it's a learning curve it really is uh humans that that experience rejection and face it and conquer literally learn how to evolve from it and that's what this is all about is growing right growing ourselves mm -hmm. growing our vision becoming who we are called to be in our identity in christ and too many people isolate themselves or they refrain from something to connect with other people because the fear of being rejected but that's called being human <laughs> and it's okay and we had to learn how to conquer the rejection and and even Jesus says in his word, like, they're not rejecting you, they're rejecting Christ in you. You know, sometimes mm -hmm. we're in the world, people would, I, honestly, I have had people come up and apologize to me, like people in my past that have, you know, apologized uh, to me because they were such haters and I'm not pointing anybody out, but like, they just, they didn't like me. Like they didn't like that. I was always joyful. They didn't like that. I always like had the attention in the room. They didn't like that. I was so bubbly and that I was just everybody's friend. And, and I had no idea that they had felt this way towards me until they had come up to me and apologize. And that took a lot of guts and like boldness and courage and humility for them to come up to me and say that to me. And, and I said, oh, well, I'm so sorry that that, you know, made you feel that way. And, and for me, I, I almost took that and I kind of felt rejected from that. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, I had no idea. And, and it sounds silly, but 
actually, it's a really close friend of mine, my past that had used to say things like, you know, you're a little too much, like you're too loud. Like, you know, you talk about yourself a lot and you should really like <laughs> tone it down a little bit. Like yeah. you don't always have to share everything that's going on in your life with everyone. And she meant to say that out of love. Right. I'm sure. Right. But right. I took that as like huge, major rejection for years. You guys, and I'm being super real and honest here. And mm-hmm. I might've shared this in the past, but I was like questioning, like, am I like, okay, do I, oh, and I like for a while, like when I was in certain groups, I wouldn't share as much about myself or I'd be careful of how much I talk and I would focus on listening more and I would focus. And then I felt like I was being somebody that I wasn't. And, mm-hmm. and this is a great example. And I'm going to try not to cry because it's something uh-huh. I had to learn to yeah. like accept myself and love myself and know right. myself worth that I'm not trying to take the attention in the room. I'm not trying to like no. show off and be who I am. I'm just, this is who I am. And if mm-hmm. you don't like it, like it's rooted in your insecurity, not mine. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's really mm-hmm. what it is when, when people are rejecting you, they are not, it could, it's their own insecurity that they're dealing with because you're hitting areas in their own lives that where they are dealing with rejection that maybe they're not wanting to be around you because it's causing them to deal with their own insecurities. And yeah. that is real talk, guys. Can we be real, right? Yeah, that's real talk. That's really real talk, Joanne. I had to really like, I love who I am. I love that I'm loud, crazy, and bubbly, and I want to be everybody's friend because I love people. And I remember my husband at the time was like, that's stupid. Like you shouldn't, I mean, you can love that person. You don't have to receive everybody's criticism, but like you're, that's not your motive. Like if that's not your intention, like, you know, to your, that's, that was never my intention, but my heart was because I love people and I'm loud and crazy and you guys know me, but like, he was like, no, that's just who you are. Like embrace those strengths and embrace who you are. And, you know, rejection is just something that is so ridiculous that the enemy totally magnifies in our lives to stop us from creating healthy community and relationships. He wants you to be isolated. He wants you to be alone. And isolation leads to low self-esteem and depression and can cause so much havoc in your life because you're not, mm-hmm. you're not allowing yourself to get hurt or yeah. allowing yourself to feel pain. And all of a sudden you have all these huge walls around yourself. And at the end of the day, you're just by yourself. And that is not the way to deal with rejection, guys. Um, and I'm yeah. sharing from personal experience. I've had to, it, but it did make me grow, right? It helped me mm-hmm. evolve and be self-aware. Mm-hmm. And really, you know, and I, I asked other friends and people like, do I come off this way? Like, do I seem like too much sometimes? And, and other people have like, their minds were blown away. They're like, not at all. They're like, that is not who you are. Like that is, I would never see that from who you are. And you know, so like, mm-hmm. again, it's just a reflection on other people's own insecurities too, is when rejection can come. And oh yeah. And also just understanding that like all of our personalities are different and maybe her personality in yours, you know, it just was too much and it was too much for each other. And it was not, you know, and she probably didn't have the, you know, because sometimes when we deliver what we're trying to say, we do it with the intention. Sometimes we do it with the intention to hurt. And sometimes we do it with the intention of like how you said, um, we're projecting our insecurities. Mm-hmm. And if Joanne wouldn't have caught on to that 
early on that and that rejection would have turned into resentment and mm-hmm. resentment yeah. is a lot harder to get rid of to get over than rejection itself because rejection if you take that time in that like how joanne did perfectly just realize like hey you know what this is who i am and if i'm too much for you or i'm too loud or whatever <laughs> then that's okay but i'm still not going to change who i am and and you know um diminish my light because it's right. it doesn't coincide with what you think um i should be right and we should never have to sacrifice our identities for anybody else besides absolutely. god absolutely yeah. because that's then you're then you're not being true to yourself then you're yeah. not being true to the to the spirit that god placed inside of you and you by doing that and by allowing rejection to take over our mindset and our lives mm-hmm. you know sometimes it stops us from doing god's work because imagine if joanne would have taken that really to heart and not nipped it in the bud in that like in that time space she could have carried that and diminished her light and been mute and been quiet and Mm -hmm. she would have never been able to exceed and excel in her ministry work for her church she would have never been able to become a life coach and help change women's lives Mm -hmm. she wouldn't have been able to do she envisions and get on the platform where all we do is talk you know to reach nations like how was like she could have canceled out her own prophetic word spoken over her if she would have just allowed that time like that nudge of the enemy because that's what the enemy does the -hmm. enemy tries to silence us and he uses rejection as a form to do that and that's i commend you joanne for stepping up and being true to yourself and not diminishing your light even though if it does make some people uncomfortable well guess what again just like how we now might be somebody's flavor, sure. they're not going to be ours. And God will provide the people in the audience that is meant for you and that need to hear you. And um, yeah. I just encourage you to keep talking and keep, you know, keep going because your personality, God gave you the personality he gave you for a reason. And yeah. you're living in your true purpose right now. So Amen. thank you for thank not you, taking Rebecca. that for heart. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and I really sharing this and I mean, I get emotional still talking about it because it was a scar. It was emotional scar, but I have moved on and have healed from it. And it takes years and time when, you know, to, to be able to talk about it, you have to be healed from it, obviously, right. but it's going to take time. Like Rebecca said, and thank you so much for saying that we want to encourage you. Yeah. If you've dealt with any type of rejection from a relationship, whether it's a really close friend, a spouse, uh, a dating partner, a parent, you know, I, like Rebecca said, I could have and at that time, I'll be honest, I did take it very personally. And I had, I literally isolated myself for a season because I was, I didn't want people to see me or view me as self-absorbed or, you know, whatever it was that, that came from that rejection. And, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about how to conquer rejection because that's the first attack, right? It attacks your identity and your self-esteem. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden you start finding yourself criticizing who you are. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're tearing down, oh my you're gosh, they rejected yourself. They, you know, they rejected me. Oh my gosh. You know, I, I even said it right there. I said like self-absorbed or, you know, to, you know, yeah. about themselves or whatever. Conceited creates, or whatever. These you know words. what? Rejection creates a space for you to speak death over yourself. Yes. Does that make sense? Because yes. we automatically like you are, you, you just like literally were about you literally were about to you did it actually you know? <laughs> like you were trying to justify 
and blaming yourself and saying, well, am I the problem? Like, oh my gosh, like maybe I am so loud and I don't, and that's what, that's the whole, like, that's what we want you guys to identify with when we say, when rejection happens, identify, don't walk away from it, face it right then and there, because we Again, we are our own worst enemies and we blame ourselves every single right. time we get rejected. We automatically go to, oh, it's our fault we got rejected. And you don't put into perspective that, hey, that other person, mm-hmm. one, might be projecting their insecurities on you, or two, they feel like they are people that are not meant to be in your life that will actually take away from you versus invest in you. Yeah, and you good. guys, this is the year of self investment. This is the year of you guys finding your vision and purpose in life. And, you know, since we are talking about small businesses and starting them up this month um, and what that comes with, because, you know, having the business mindset and having it, can you, you can apply that to any aspect of your life, yeah. right? Because you have right. to take the time to invest in yourself. And that's what we're doing today while you're listening to this episode. This is a form of you investing mm-hmm. in yourself. So can, like, and if you guys need to go back and listen and invest some more in yourselves, go back and listen to the previous episodes, because I can guarantee you, you're each going to walk away with something that you can use for your life. And yeah. with that being said, you know, when it comes to ha- owning your own business and coming, I'm telling you guys from my experience, like, you know, rejection happens all the time. You get so many doors get shut. Yeah in your face and saying, no, no, no. And you can sit there and be like, well, I'm not good enough. Like my product might not be good enough or my skills might not be good enough. Then take it to the, this is where I encourage you guys to ask follow-up questions and be like, Hey, how can I do this better? Or Hey, can you give me some feedback on the interview we had or the presentation that we had? I know that you're choosing not to go with me or use it or use my product or whatever, but can you just please give me some feedback? And then that you're opening a doorway now for constructive criticism versus just criticism. Then at that point is where you have to put on your wise cap and say, okay, let me take in their critique and see how I can do it. Use that as fuel to be able to hone in and sharpen your skills and come back at it again, even better, even stronger, even smarter and apply that to your Mm -hmm. personal life too. Like, you know, it's, especially women, right, Joanne, like we can be, let's be real. We can all be super catty with each other. Super. Even if we don't try, like it's sometimes it's just like a, uh, I guess like a reflex, like it's just like a natural reflex. reflex. (laughs) Some of them, sometimes we don't even realize we're doing it before you have to catch yourself. Oh, you know what? Like I 100% take it back. I I didn't mean it that way, you know, but we are. And sometimes we don't realize that that's why, especially women feel so rejected amongst each other. And we feel like we don't have that safe space amongst a group of women um, because we feel like we're automatically being judged. We're automatically sure. being rejected. And those are lies. Yeah. yeah. Or it's a competition and mm-hmm. that's not what we want. We want to be able to have a space where we all as women can come together and actually encourage each other and actually want to hear what's going on in each other's lives and how we can help each other grow and be better and not feel judged and not come from a place of judgment, but from a place of love of true agape love you know, like a sisterhood that we, like a a place where we can create actual environment where it's a, it's a continuous safe space. Even when we leave the conversation, it is still in a safe space. And, you know, that's one of our visions that we, Joanne and I have, and it's Mm -hmm. something that 
we really, really, really want you guys to have in your life too, because that's how, that's, what's going to propel you. That's, what's going to help you grow and nurture your soil. And, you know, it's like, you know, it's like a watering your garden again, yes, and just absolutely. getting you out there and helping you get motivated. Cause some of us yeah. have such great potential in our lives, but we don't right. tap into it because we're so scared mm. of being rejected. Yes. And it's like what we talked about yet, you know, in the last week's episode, every business owner that I've ever talked to that have, that have been very successful or even not and still in the process of working towards that success. The very first thing that was told me is like the hardest step was taking the first step and mm, yeah, taking that big leap of there. faith. Yeah. Yeah. And being vulnerable. That is the most scariest part. Element. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Doing it scared, you know, like do, and when I teach my kids when they're afraid of something or, you know, they're already criticizing themselves before they do it. I was like, you have no idea what's going to happen when you actually try and do it. Like you do it, do it afraid, do it scared. That's what faith is, is walking into the unknown. It's believing for what's greater than what already is. It's seeing something that has not come into existence to be existent. That's what she envisions is all about you guys. It's to envision something that's going to come to pass. It's to believe that it's going to happen, right? Before anything, before anything is created, it first becomes a thought, right? And mm -hmm. once that thought is formed, it becomes an idea. And then from yes. an idea, you begin to write it out, write it down. You begin to create a plan, a blueprint. Uh, you know, architectures, they don't just think of a building and it's there the next month, they have to go through so many things, regulations, safety guidelines, the protocols and inspections, and they have to go over every detail of the structure. Like you, we are helping you build this foundation because you're going to face rejection sister, wherever you go. And you're going to be the one to conquer it. You're going to be the one to say, thank you. Mm -hmm. closed door God because you have a better door for me thank you for that relationship that was not good for me you have better healthy relationships for me and learning like Rebecca said to accept them and move on and grow from them and so how to deal with uh how to conquer uh rejection number one is have zero tolerance for self-criticism mm -hmm. you cannot allow yourself Amen. to fall on that trap you know, as tempting as it may be to list all your faults in the aftermath of a rejection and as natural as it may seem, like you're chastising yourself, like you did something wrong. It don't, it's not like you have to just be literal. Like, like we said, it's just look at it for what it is and just think about, okay, what was the actual, uh, you know, rejection within the circumstance, right? And how can I grow from it? And, and don't take it personally and grow from it because if we sit in our self-criticism like i shared my story since we're using my story <laughs> i could have been so caught up in like oh my gosh uh is this how people view me is this who i am now am i this self-absorbed person do i come off too strong do i want to always talk about what i'm doing like and it did give me a moment to look in the mirror and like self you know like self look what are you what was, analyze myself whatever you want to say it and um but I didn't sit there I could not like Rebecca said I couldn't stay there I couldn't keep mm -hmm. tearing myself down no, she, she envisions never would have came I never yeah. would have been able to step out of my calling my purpose in ministry let alone be the mom that I am and the wife that I am but you cannot have self-criticism like have zero tolerance for self-criticism and number two is probably one of my favorites which is focus on your self-worth Focus on your self-worth. And we did talk about this, Rebecca, already. Mm -hmm. And knowing our worth, 
that comes mm-hmm. from our identity in Christ and not mm-hmm. anyone else. We cannot mm-hmm. identify our calling, our purpose, our DNA, our mm-hmm. entire uh, life, you know, whatever you want to call it, calling on somebody else's words, on somebody else's acceptance, on the approval of someone else. I mean, I meet so many people that struggle with their self-worth because they're still holding on to the approval of their mom or their dad, or they're still trying to live up to the expectation. Or, you know, I see even in the football and basketball world right now, Judah's doing both sports. I see parents who were phenomenal athletes, played in college, had scholarships, don't play anymore and they're trying to relive their dream through their son right like Mm -hmm. that we cannot live based on somebody else's you know like work expectations expectation like our work like you're you're already worthy you're more than enough like your Mm -hmm. self-worth you you breathing today is you know life-giving is already you know something that god has blessed us with a life today is the day the lord has made let us rejoice and be glad and he doesn't say that you know we are find worth in what we do you know and i i think about the whole martha and mary thing right like Mm -hmm. mary was at his feet she chose what was good she chose what was right she was still she mm-hmm. wasn't moving around, preparing, doing everything, caught up in like, oh, I want to please Jesus. I want, which I'll be honest, in being in vocational ministry can be very easy to fall trap into. Like, mm-hmm. oh, am I doing enough for God? Oh, am I doing enough for my husband? And like, no, like my worth is not based on my job. It's not mm-hmm. based on what I produce, on what results I bring, on what my, you know, paycheck says or how much money I make at the end of the year. No, mm-hmm. you are worthy just as you are and who you are and how God created you to be unique. And I'm telling you, sister, do not rely on anybody else but the Lord because he's the only one that can fulfill that void that you're trying to replace with people and other mm-hmm. things and even success because I have been there and I still struggle with that let's be real right Rebecca I mean yeah. finding success and finding my worth in in whatever you want to call it and our life what our life is worth and I think about at the end of our lives I've been to two funerals the last mm-hmm. two years and I know a lot of people have faced that with the pandemic and everything but you know what is that dash going to represent for you Mm -hmm. what are they going to say about you at the end of your time Mm -hmm. you know and I was watching these goal casts uh since Washington he's like you know he's like at the end of the day it's it's who you invest into and it's the likes that you leave uh the message that you're telling people of your life he's like it's not the things it's not the Oscars it's not the accomplishments you never see a U-Haul following a hearse and I've heard that before, but when he said it, it just hit me. I'm like, man, it doesn't matter if I own a mansion, a ranch. Like, yeah, it'd be nice and great. Trust me, we all want that. But, but like, what's going to matter at the end of your life? Like, what Rebecca and no, I, you, yeah, we're doing, like, it's, it's legacy. It's everlasting. These, this podcast mm-hmm. could be on forever for years and years to come. Yeah. So, and, you know, it's also for to help because the whole purpose is, like, when, especially what we're trying to do, we're just trying to reach generations to come to instill that in our future daughters and their daughters and so on and so forth. And, you know, the enemy is always trying to tear us women down the most. Um, it comes with, you know, the origination of sin, right? We're the, we're, you know, believe it or not, like we're the enemy's number one enemy. He hates women the most. 
because you know he got in trouble with them he was lined up and placed judgment over him as well because of her right mm -hmm. and for her following his direction and spilling the beans to god and saying it was him who told me so we have to now pay what now we're paying for those for those sins and it's just something that he's consistently going to try to tear us down and he knows that we women have the power to do anything to change lives to make life and bring it into this world and yeah. that's what he wants he wants to tear those down because he knows that the moment that he tears us down our households get torn down mm. and then into our into our children and that affects our children and that will affect our children's children's and generations to come and that's where generational chains stem from you know and that's what we want to avoid for you guys we want to avoid you know we want to make life easier we can't guarantee that it will be every single day but we definitely do not want you to live in rejection every single day because god is not rejecting you the only person that matters is telling you yes every single time and picking you every single time and we just have to dwell in that moment with him and that's why it's so important to build that time of intimacy to be able to press into him to be reassured by him every single day and have that experience with him and that relationship with him that when we do get rejected we know automatically to combat the lies of the enemy and say no right. you have no authority here yes maybe this not might be my opportunity but my god is big and he will give me the opportunity that's meant for me and then it's going to be better than this one and we keep it pushing we keep it moving forward and we hope that that's what you guys you know do this week as the visions of gold is you know press into the lord this week and give him that rejection that you've been feeling like how joanne said um you know hers she dealt with it for a long period of time maybe what did you say like a year or two or yeah it took me a couple of years to be honest yeah. um you with myself and grow from it and not sit in it and claim it over my life but like mm -hmm. that that was just a situation and circumstance that was brought up uh to bring light you know and it made me really really grow from it i i'm really thankful that she did you know mm -hmm. bring it up to me because it did make me be self-aware of course of of how i act but it also uh confirmed my my personal and my gifts and who i am in mm -hmm. christ and not who i am around certain people mm -hmm. that i am who i am around everybody that i am not different because of certain person that's in my circle or in a certain crowd like i'm 100 percent 100 all the time you know and yeah. i'm not gonna apologize for it i'm not going to like you said shine or shed you know um dim your light dim my light yeah i'm not gonna dim my light to please right someone mm -hmm. else that's another mm -hmm. thing is sometimes we're constantly trying to find ourselves worth in other people because we want to people please our way through life and i struggle with that too and we, yeah. we can't we can't get caught up in that and i wanted to share this verse rebecca you said um that um in the Bible, God said that we're chosen already every day. He's the one that mm -hmm. says yes. And I love how you said that. That was so good Yeah, because everybody's going to probably tell you, no, you're not good enough. We're not pretty enough. We're not skinny enough. You don't have the right color hair or blue eyes or whatever it is. Look, you Bible says in first Peter two, nine, but, and anytime you see the word, but in the Bible, when I learned Bible college, it says it, it, it basically diminishes, you know, it, the the verse before that and it opens up a whole new confirmation right after that if you really want to go into you know uh, theology and all that stuff but but you are a chosen people a royal priesthood a holy nation god's special possession 
that you may declare the praises of him, which is God, who called mm -hmm. you, who called you, who called Rebecca, who called Joanne out of mm -hmm. darkness into his wonderful light. Mm-hmm. And mm -hmm. that is so powerful because he says, you're already chosen. You're already royalty. You yes. are your his special possession like you belong mm -hmm. to god mm -hmm. you belong to christ jesus and mm -hmm. rejection destabilized our need to belong it leaves us feeling you know empty it leaves us feeling like alone and rejected and isolated but god says no you're already belong and mm -hmm. that's our third how to step first one is have zero tolerance for self-criticism number two is focus on your self-worth which comes from christ and number three yeah. This last one is to invest into your connections. Mm -hmm. uh, invest into your connections first and foremost, right? Your connection with the Lord is what we always mm -hmm. talk about. Your relationship, your intimacy with him, you know, getting that time with the Lord. And then secondly, connection with healthy, godly people, healthy friendships. Mm -hmm. yeah. We talk about it in every episode because we are called to, to have community. We're yeah. called to, to be with um, one another and the Bible is very clear to pray for one another, to mm -hmm. love God as you love, or to love your neighbor as you love yourself, right? Love God, love your neighbor, mm -hmm. all that stuff. And I'm telling you guys, it's so important. If you could do these three things, which is literally our visions of gold, Rebecca, you mentioned it yeah. earlier. I mean, yeah. this is, this is it guys. This is how to conquer rejection. I mean, it's not the one all do all, everything's going to be perfect. This is just what has worked in our life. And I basically laid out my whole um, blood and guts there with my story. <laughs> so, no, um, which we appreciate, you know, because not everything, um, not everything in life is meant to be that we go through is meant to be kept secret because you just never know your, how far your story is going to reach somebody, Joanne. And, and, you know, and I know that that, was, that took a lot for you to say out loud and to admit out loud of, you know, how long it took you to move past it, but it makes you, it, it, it proves our point that, you know, it's not something that can happen overnight, but the moment we start working on it is when we start feeling the real liberation that comes with it. Even if it does take a year or two, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like the fact that you were able to own it and recognize it and say, Hey, you know what? That's not me. And I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to dim my light for you. If, if I make you that uncomfortable, then we don't have to be friends. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. And that's powerful. Because not only that, but you also took the authority back. That's good. Yeah. And sometimes you need, you know, sometimes we need to do that as women. We need to, you know, because so many, again, we speak, people speak death over us and they want to put us in a box and they want to put their thumb over us all of the time. And mm -hmm. sometimes we do have to, you know, speak up to ourselves and say, no. That's you're not that's not who you are that's not who you're meant to be and even if you're talking to yourself like in third person but i encourage yes. that and you know the, for this week's vision of gold we definitely want you guys not to t you can talk to your wise counsel if you want or your friends but definitely take this time this week every day this week and press into the lord and give whatever mm -hmm. rejection you've been holding on for years or days yeah. or if it just happened or you're trying or you're reject or you're dealing with rejecting somebody else like give it to God, give, put it in the forefront, give it to him, lay it down on his feet and tell him, God, give me the strength not to pick this back up. Give me the strength to leave it right here and not 
and let you fight for me and let you tell me what I'm worthy of. And I can guarantee you that his answer is always going to be the same, is that you've already been worthy. You've been worthy. You've been chosen. I've been waiting for you. And it's it's your time. This year's the time for you guys to let yes. go of all of that to come into your true vision. Amen. That's so, so excited beautiful. For you guys. I'm ready. I'm excited to hear testimonies. I'm excited to hear. I mean, uh, some of you may have been crying through this episode. I cried while Rebecca was talking uh, <laughs> because it's this is this is real, guys. Because you know, it like the scientists had said, like uh, emotional rejection is a physical pain. It it hurts, and we understand that this world is crazy, and you're gonna get hurt, but. We got to learn to conquer it. We got to learn to surrender it to the Lord and allow him to heal us and find our self-worth in him. Like she said, we're already accepted. We're already loved. He already died on the cross for us so that we don't have to live in our hurt, live in the rejection, live in that pain or live in the fear of rejection. That's what holds us back. I mean, that's a whole nother thing where you might be holding on to fear of rejection and you avoid all you know, hurtful circum um, mm -hmm. circumstances or any type of way, like you avoid being uh, vulnerable with friendships or relationships and you have to be somebody else around certain people because you don't want to feel that hurtful rejection. But the best thing you can do is know who you are in Christ. Like Rebecca said, the very beginning of this episode is be honest with yourself mm -hmm. and surrender it to the Lord and live yeah. in the freedom. It is exhausting you guys to try because I've done it. Okay. Can I just be real? I've tried <laughs> yeah. to be somebody else. I've tried to, to please other people. I've tried to, you know, get, be, uh, be a certain way around certain people, or I've tried so hard to pursue a relationship with certain people, yeah. but it just, it was just always, you know, me pouring out and I was not getting reciprocated that important. same thing. And I've had to realize, you know what, this is not life-giving. This is not beneficial. I'm just gonna, you know, you know, not have pursue this right now, maybe another time, or maybe you just cut that off, right? Whatever you need to do. It's mm -hmm. learning and growing, evolving. And we are so excited, guys. We hope this episode really, you know, brought up some things in your life, even as a mm -hmm. little girl, even now, when you're a teenager listening to this, learn to deal with it now. I just pray that you can conquer the rejection that you're going to face and what you've already faced. Because I'm telling you, like Rebecca said, we are going to take that authority back. Yes. You have the authority of your life and what God has put pursued um, pursued you with his love, right? His love that mm -hmm. conquers out all fear and mm -hmm. his um, amazing grace and his amazing, uh, just who he is, right? Because yeah. he is our creator. He's the mm -hmm. one that created you and he's the one who made you. So he should be the only one that you're listening to and you're accepting words from. Mm -hmm. Amen. All right. Amen. We go on and on. So <laughs> that's the visions of gold guys. Um, we are looking forward to some very exciting news, upcoming news that we are yes. going to be sharing very soon, literally probably next week, right, Rebecca? Hopefully, it's coming yes. up. Oh my gosh. You guys, I'm on the edge of my seat. I can't, I can't. Um, but yeah, we, have, <laughs> we do have special guests as well this month. So stay tuned and yes. please go visit us on our socials and share testimonies. We love you guys so much and we can't wait to hear yes. you guys next time. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye. 
Thank you for joining us at the Sheen Visions podcast. If you enjoyed this message, go ahead and hit subscribe so that you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes. Also, feel free to share on all of your social media platforms and tag us at she underscore envision.